Welcome to Nursery. Uh, my name is Lee. My name is Mindy. I'm Brandon. And today we're going to be talking about weird movies. Uh, Brandon had the idea that we're going to make a list of our top ten ideal weird movies for our weird movie night. Some of this is prompted because my band Third Class is making a movie. Movie! <laughs> <laughs> um, B-Dog is the star of it, dressed as an alien, and it's premiering online in early January and then being shown at Cedars Lounge for my 40th birthday bash on January 27th, 8 p.m. Go to thirdclass.net, bullskit.com. Um, <laughs> and we haven't talked in a while. Thank Check it you out. guys for listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, B-Dog, we'll start with you. What do you think the top 10 weirdest movies to watch in a night would be and and why? So, should I just read them, read everything on my list and then yeah, line for each one? Okay. Yeah. So, I'll probably read off, let's see, no particular order. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Eraserhead, yeah. which is sort of one of the inspirations for even thinking of making this list because it is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. So weird. It yeah. feels weird to watch it any other time than like 2 a.m. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be seen in the daylight. Um, <laughs> which we are playing that in the background as inspiration right now, too. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. <laughs> the sun has set. And we're allowed to watch yes. it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I, I've seen the movie several times, and I still don't really know what it's about. <laughs> There's probably a couple on this list that I feel that way. But um, it's just so weird, man. I don't know. Like, It's like they're... You're just supposed to zone out and stare at the, the TV when this is on. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just, like, atmospheric in a weird, like, drony. It's like white noise as a movie. I right. don't know. Um, and some, if you're into weird movies, it feels like there's something for everyone, even though it's not really very accessible. But, yeah. like, if you like panicky stuff, it's chaotic. Yeah. But if you like artsy, weird there's parts where you stuff, like, it's, like, calming. Definitely. But <laughs> yeah. there's parts where you, like, can't help but laugh because it's just, like, what the hell is yeah. happening? <laughs> and it's kind of funny, too. Yeah. Um, uh, another one that's completely different uh, is Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack Black and Most Def. Uh, I, was that the one where I was like, what is going yeah. on yeah. while we were watching it? Now, I was under the influence, but <laughs> we, we had watched something and Lee was like, oh, the perfect next thing to watch this is like during the pandemic. Um, he was like, the ne- you know, we have to watch Be Kind Rewind. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen it. And I don't know why i couldn't comprehend what was like i was i was under the influence but um i, I was just like what is happening with this movie the first time i saw it was uh i saw it in the the theater which mm-hmm. feels really weird because it's not one that you know like many people who went to yeah. see it in the movie theater but i remember then i when i went to see it it only had one showing and it, they like taped the be kind rewind like movie poster over top of the theater um poster that was typically there it's like they reserved one slot for it. And I remember it was Will Ferrell's semi-pro was playing like oh. every 45 minutes all day long. But then there was just this one time frame where Be Kind Rewind got to borrow the theater from Will, the Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> and, and that's where I showed up. And I was, I think it was, I was one of the only people there. I forget who went with me, but um, it was just so weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but the reason reasons why it's weird is it's, they basically just recreating... All the they work at a video store and all the VHS tapes get ruined, and then they spend the movie trying to recreate the movies that they ruined using like their own camcorder. That's right. 
Yeah. And they call it call it sweeted. They're sweeted. The movies are sweeted. It's the remakes of the movie. And then they get like a big following, and they save the video store. Uh, spoiler alert! But it's really awesome and uh, super underrated and hilarious. Special mention, if it's not on your list, sir, is Brigsby Bear, which is like a, another version of that same idea where oh, he's shit. making I movies. I would have put that on mine if I would have thought of it. Yeah, Lonely Island. He's making okay. movies. That's such a like, good movie. He's not remaking yeah. movies, but he kind of is. He's trying to remake a TV show. So, but anyways, like a fake yeah. TV show that was already not a real TV show. Right. So it's kind of in the but realm he of kind of was kind of held captive as a child, and yeah, they made this a good movie. fake TV. Yeah. It's really good. That's Kyle Moody, right? Yeah, yeah. It's such a good movie. I don't know why it's not. A bigger and his movie. dad's played Mark, by Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Greg Kinnear is in it. Is it Greg yeah. Kinnear? And yeah. like, it's a really it's good like cast. Or something, or something like that. Yeah, it's such a good cast. I didn't know that movie existed until you told me about it. That's a good movie. Yeah, I went home and watched it that night, and it's another one of those weird like watch it when it's late. Yeah, kind of it's movies. just very like vibey. Oh, and by the way, America, I know you follow. Me and Mindy, the same way you follow Jay Z and Beyonce, but we have another French bulldog now. <laughs> so Very I'll important. Date. Her name is Iris, <laughs> but, and she poops Ced- in the house. <laughs> we have Cedric and Iris, the two lovers slash slash siblings. But go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's no way to segue from that. But, yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. So next on my list is uh, Swiss Army Man. Oh, with, I've uh, never heard of that. Oh, it's so so freaking. <laughs> weird. Would I hate it? No, no, you would. You I would like it. like it. I would like it. Okay. Um, there's. I haven't seen it, but I know you'd like it. You, okay. you guys should watch it. Yeah. Um, so Daniel Radcliffe is in it. It's like I feel like it was one of the first times I'd seen him after Harry Potter, and it was like I feel like he was like, you know what I want to do? I want to completely change my yeah my image. I don't want to be known as Harry Potter <laughs> as, like anymore, and I want to try to like pivot from that. And he plays a dead body. In the movie, <laughs> and he's just dead the whole time. Um, You've seen this? No, I just knew the concept. And it's and crazy. So yeah, well, so the guy there's, uh, I've, I'm blanking on the guy's name. He plays uh, the Riddler in the new Batman. Uh, he's in so Joaquin many things. Phoenix. No, oh the new one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, crap. I'm the Riddler, look. not. I'm, geez, gonna, I'm so old. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up really quick. Yeah, because <laughs> I love how I'm like. The Joker, like I can even. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird movie. Yeah, like not. Like, that was one I was, wouldn't include. It was a like, movie that made me want to go home and like just lay oh, down yeah. and sleep for yeah. three days. It wasn't. It was like depressing. The Batman and the. But it was good. Though. Well, yeah. I saw that movie with a hangover too. Yeah. It was a mistake. And it was a good sorry, movie. go ahead. No, okay. <laughs> so uh, it's Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Paul Paul Dano. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's really good. Yeah, so he's really good as the Riddler. Yeah, he's so he. It's just these two, like they're pretty much it because he, at the beginning of the movie, Paul Dano is about to kill himself, and then the dead body washes up on the beach, oh, God. and it's Daniel Radcliffe, and he he befriends the dead body, and like they form a relationship, and is like a friendship, and what? there's it's so nuts. Like there's parts where you you can tell it's just you know the character who's played by Paul Dano is like hallucinating through half of it. And he, there's a point where he rides Daniel Radcliffe's dead body, like a jet ski that's powered by farts. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my pitch to watch the movie. I don't need to tell you anything. That's enough. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. So I need, um, see, I knew that's, yeah. Next movie night. It's so next weird. Movie and it's, it's like not Borat adjacent, but it's like your humor adjacent. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds, whatever's bad. That it night. sounds awesome. Yeah. And it's the same director of the next movie I'm going to mention. So I'll just, put them together 
uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Sweet. Such a good movie. Yeah. I want to look up who directs that because I forget. A24, man. They just yeah, knock it out of, they've been knocking it out of the park. can't go wrong. I have like a few A24 movies on here. Some good shit. Yeah. You liked that, right? Yeah. He didn't, I, he, I, I don't, I was like, we watched it and I was like looking at him when the movie ended. Like, <laughs> to see what he thought so about. excited for him to be like, that was the greatest movie I've ever seen. And he was like, yeah. I it was it. good. It was good. I just, I don't know what I was, they, they, they talked so much in the movie and I was not expecting that at all. Oh, really? And I don't know why it should matter, but there was, there there was, was a fight so scene with dildos. Exquisite. I know. It was amazing. That was fine. Hot dog fingers, man. Hot That's dog fingers. It's all good. <laughs> all good. I, I didn't expect it to be like a, like a slapstick or for them to have so much exposition. I thought it was like going to be like trippy the whole time. And it point. was though. I know. But you were expecting a different kind great. of trippy. It was great. It just, I was like, ah, man, the mark was missed for, for me a little, but there great were, acting and great I feel like there story. were parts, like, there was a contrast because there's a lot of realism, and then it would, like, when they yeah. switched with whatever triggered yeah. the multiverse, it would get crazy. And that was cool if they had not explained it. But every time they switched, they were like, no, you have to cough three times. I'm like, leave it out. It's already <laughs> fucking weird. Just go to the multiverse. No, I <laughs> love that. I thought that part of it was fun, like, you yeah. know, with the chapstick and the different... They just tried to, like, make sense of nonsense. And I was like, yeah. just leave leave some of it out. I like... I, they could still do that, but they yeah. did instructed and talked about it the whole time. But, like, the googly eyes and stuff? That was all yeah. great. Yeah. I loved all the visual. like, rocks the sliding acting, around talking. Amazing acting. <laughs> that dude, that guy, they fall in love at the It was amazing. That was all great. Yeah. Um, but the director, so it's the same director. That, I'm not sure if they both did bo- both movies, but one or the other did both movies. Uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert? I don't know. Okay. Um, they're, Very cool. They directed the movie together, and they did... One of the other did Swiss Army Man. And you can kind of tell, like, the humor throughout some of it is mm-hmm. similar. It's just, like, really awkward, strange humor. In We're going to have to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what you think of it when you do. Um, we'll do it for the next movie night. Yeah. With all of us. <laughs> Deal. Um, and then, let's see. Another A24 movie on my list is Men. Um, it is, a like, a psychological horror movie. And it's about this woman who's, like, staying at... I only watched it one time, and it was, like, while I was working. But um, she stays at, like, a bed and breakfast kind of thing. And she's alone, and um, there's just... She's, like, the only woman. There's just men everywhere, and there's something off about them. Like, you can tell... I've heard of this movie, and it sounds really creepy. Mm -hmm. Is it creepy? Oh, yeah. It gets super weird. But uh, the the thing that makes it, like, the that made it on this list is the last 10 minutes. It's like a slow burn. Like uh-huh. 824 movies are so good for like setting up this creepy like undertone throughout the entire movie and then it just like explodes at the end. Yeah. The last 10 minutes of this movie is insanity. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> it's like um, I don't know if it's something I just say what happens at the end or <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're not, don't for say. us it's okay, but I don't, whatever you think of for the No, listeners. don't say. Just oh, yeah. oh, it's don't not say. Okay. Okay. No. I won't tell you, Sorry. but because, well, or, it's creepy. It's a creepy movie, and it's it wouldn't make the list if it weren't for the last ten minutes. But it's oh, worth interesting. But it's worth the watch just for that alone, because you just your jaw will just drop, and you're like, "What is happening?" That's fine. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's so creepy and gross. But anyway, nice. Um, and we'll keep rolling with Midsummer. You guys seen that? I haven't no. seen it, and I tell you, I gotta tell you, 
how many times I've been like, can we watch that movie? I want to watch that movie. I've said it to Corey. I've said it to Lee. Like, I'm always like, I want to watch this movie. It's, yeah. So bad. I love Florence Pugh and I... I'm scared to watch it. I know, me too. But I really want to watch it. But we watched Hereditary. That's why I'm scared to watch it. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I can't do it again. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I can see why Hereditary would like totally make you not want to watch that movie and hereditary's on my list by the way but i'm like dude i can't do it again yeah. another another thing yeah another yeah. idea no um, i will at some point watch it with you it's so it's a another psychological horror, it's a 824 horror movie kind of thing it's just you know this they have their brand of like slow burn psychological horror and the thing that's creepy about this is the setting is just most of the movie takes place in like beautiful lit broad daylight with flowers everywhere you know midsummer festival and then it just gets crazy like the stuff that you see in horror movies that you think will cut to black before it actually shows it on the screen it's just there like you just see the things and it's like how they even do that did they actually like kill people to make the movie like it's not you can't. It doesn't look CGI. It doesn't look fake. It all just looks so horrifically real, and oh, it's my just. Nightmares are coming true. I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> and like the, you just picked like the thing you'll walk away is just like the image of like Florence Pugh like laughing and crying hysterically because she's actually losing her mind at what's happening all around her, and she's like pr- prisoner there basically. I watched a video about the food stylist for that movie. That like because they have those big yeah you know huge meals table and, and with the big table and like because they were out in the blistering heat and all the things oh, that they yeah. had to do and it was really really interesting, um, watching it and also like kind of magical because the food all sounded really magical and like <laughs> yeah that part looked good yeah <laughs> <laughs> the but, rest was pretty right right it's like a if you're like uh, if you have like a fear of like cults and religion and stuff like that That's, i like want to join a cult there's well i love a cult you know Listen, okay. i love nothing this more this is the movie for you and maybe the wrong reasons but that's cool <laughs> yeah me and mindy just finished love has won it was awesome have you heard about I, this I, no the cult of mother god so there's like this was like a recent cult was it a documentary it was a documentary oh, okay. it was this recent cult that kind of sounds like they're still out there yeah preaching That's their word but the leader mother god I mean, she was just, like, a really, really bad alcoholic. Like, she definitely must have just died of, like, liver failure. Or she did die of liver failure. And and silver. And colloidal silver. Like, they were just, they wouldn't take her to a hospital because hospitals are 3D. And she's, like, ascending. But she believed that Robin Williams was speaking to her and telling her what to do. Whoa. She believed that all these (laughs) different people were speaking to her. Um, Who else? Who are some of the other people? Well, yeah, Trump for some reason was Trump, included. But even everybody he's alive. else was dead. <laughs> yeah. um, Trump was speaking to her, but like but it was Robin Trump, Williams. Robin Williams that they spoke about the most. Like, well, Robin told her that she's going to ascend today. Robin told her not to eat this. Robin, like you Michael know, Jackson, like Michael Jackson, all, all these stuff, yeah. people were she had, like, part of the followers? galactic she empire. Had so many followers. So and many the followers. scariest thing about the documentary is um, they they were unshaken. She she died. And they are still going. They're just, they're just out That's there making crazy. their videos. They have zero apologetic moments other than, like, if they have any moments of, like, where they come to their senses, it's a weak moment. Like, they're like, do you think she wasn't God? Nah, she was. <laughs> like, it's, they're so That's, strong. And, like, when that. she died, though, her, everything turned blue. Like, she was blue from all of the colloidal silver. 
And they and just she, like they took just, her with them, them across state lines. Like for, like, five days. states. They drove across five states with her dead body, wrapped in like she was wrapped in like <laughs> Christmas lights too. Like this was Wait, like <laughs> this is weirder than than I'm than just, anything. Can I change this? Can I change Midsummer to <laughs> this movie? Yeah. Because you should watch it, but it's not scary when you watch it. No. You're just like these people are. It's a bit of a sex cult, a little, not not totally. A little but bit, but I d- it's not, more just with not her as much as the, it's like she finds a father god. It's not so like the whole. It just felt like every time she wanted to sleep with a new guy, she'd be like, "The Galactic has told me that you are the new father god," and so like <laughs> I guess yeah. So it wasn't like a cult of a bunch of people. Like it was really like three different guys. Three it was or four just her guys. and a boyfriend who was abusive in some cases. Yeah, who they were like they're god. <laughs> so it was like weird, really just weird. An Part of it reminds me of I watched. Did you guys watch the Heaven's Gate yes, documentary? That Dude, that was. Amazing. We were saying that's maybe that's our favorite. Yeah, it's and the so vow. creepy. The vow was yeah. really good. Oh, I've watched that too. It was yeah. so exciting when that guy got caught. Yes, fuck yeah, that, that guy. Fuck <laughs> like, that guy. For some reason, the Heaven's Gate one. The reason why that's the best one is because there's no, there's not as much delusion involved. Like I know I sound crazy, but like they all just die, and so it's like kind of neat because you're just like, yeah, they all knew that. But they were then, all like legit, like we're gonna die. Yeah, that like, part is messed up. Yeah. But then because they need to j- get on the comet, right? They yeah, they need to get on the comet. So it was like, which is like, th- no one's left behind us all. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, but you like, could see the ones that left the cult before all that happened. Yeah. They were like so affected by it still. Like, yeah, like oh, they were like, it's yeah. so almost, traumatizing. And like, so they looked like out. they were felt left out. Yeah. Like I wasn't there for when yeah. they all. But considering went to bed with what they were talking yeah. about, like it's just like okay, that you can't refute that one as much because you don't know what happens when you die. I'm not saying they were right, but I just felt like that was the more comforting of the three cults. Oh, which yeah. is so weird to say. That's that, yeah, yeah. That, that actually puts it in perspective. I love a cult. Yeah. Anyways, the vow was like a weird pyramid, like you know, abuse cult, and then and grooming, and then. Mm-hmm. Mother God was like just weird because they didn't it eat just, and stuff too. Sometimes, yeah, they had all were like anorexic. But like and that one, Heaven's Gate is like the teddy bear of those cults because they're yeah. just like kill yourself. The end. <laughs> that shouldn't be looked at as. It's comfort. nice to have closure though. But like, yeah, there's no sequels. To there's Heaven's no game. like. Are they on the comment metaphorically? Sure, it's all good. Man. Um, but sorry, go ahead. We yeah. starting a cult. Yeah. So yeah, cool. This. This is all just a big uh, <laughs> trick. This podcast is actually a recruitment tool. Yeah. <laughs> Call now for your free reading. <laughs> um, I accidentally deleted my list and just replaced it with the letter P four times. Oh, so, God, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so should we, should I guess we? I should have used pen and paper, but I, cur- I think I remember the gist of the rest of my list. Okay. So like the other one that I was going to talk about was The Lighthouse, which... That's we, on mine. We all watched I have that together. on mine. Yeah. Because that one... That was awesome. I, I yeah. mean... That's crazy, though. It was wild. It was maddening, as it should have been. And that's another one where it's like, yeah. the whole movie is just two people on an island. Yeah. Like, awesome. it's kind of idea of Swiss Army Man is most of it is two people, like, on an island. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool that... It's so, like, isolated and yeah. dark. And it feels like you're going crazy with them. Yeah, it really does. And it that's really a movie does. where it's, it's just done so well. Like the acting is so good. Yeah. yeah. And watching that movie, it feels like you can feel how drunk they are. Whenever oh my like, God. When they get drunk, <laughs> like they get so drunk and scream in each other's faces and laugh yeah. and fight. And it's just like kind of sexual too. Like a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, well what right. else are you going to do? You're it's, on a lighthouse by yourself. With, yeah, it's Willem Dafoe. Uh, it's Willem Dafoe. It's Robert Pattinson. No, no. Willem no. 
that is a movie I would watch <laughs> those two. He is a heartthrob. <laughs> Defoe. <laughs> right, obviously. That goes without saying. He's on Tiger Beat magazine covers all the time. And, you know. It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Willem Dafoe oh, yeah. on the cover. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I just saw, like, it was, like, first sighting in years, like, since 2013 of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's like Sasquatch. It's just like him walking to the store talking on his cell phone. <laughs> like, leave him alone. Like, you know. J- JTT, baby. JTT, but I had it bad for him. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Didn't we all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna forget about it. Yeah. Wild America. Oof. Yeah. I need to take a break. I can't think of any other things that he did, but he was hot. Was he in Jungle to Jungle? Man of the House? Man of the House. Yeah. Man of the Charlie House. Chase? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay. All right, Iris. I like the Miss Simba and Lion King. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Holy Dude, crap. me too. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what the rest of my list You don't remember the rest of your list? We get the idea, guys. It's fine. Okay. That's cool. Go if ahead. I think of something else, I'll let you know. Do you want me to go? Or you want no, I can go. Um, I'll go. Um, so I scratched this out because it's really dumb. But also, I think I'm just going to mention the, the Patrick the Pug movie. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if it was just called Patrick or Patrick the Pug. I think Patrick, but then... Yeah. But... That's weird in another way, so it's worth mentioning. Like, it's just the weird... It's just so dumb. But... <laughs> What what genre movie is this? It's like a Hallmark movie, but is it like, like Air, the producer of Airbud or something. <laughs> might as well be. I don't know what it was. It was like, like a Netflix a movie thing, but it was just. I don't like, know. <coughs> but it was like a Disney made for TV just, movie equivalent. Like what awesome. happens? Like this woman That's, is down on her luck, and someone dies and leaves her their pug. Man. I don't. I don't know why I put it on my list. It as we were talking, I was like, this doesn't belong on this list, but it is a weird movie. Um, so I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick by it. I'm cool. going to stick by it. Cool, cool. And the second movie I have on here, which I haven't seen since I was a child, but it was really trippy, is called The Great Land of Small. Have you ever heard of this movie? No one's ever heard the of it. The Great Land of Small. The Great Land of Small. I don't think so. Couldn't tell That's you. That's weird. Anything the dog hasn't heard of it. Then you know it's weird. Right? I know. I don't have my cell phone right now because I want to look it up. I'm just going to grab my phone really quick. Um, but the, yeah, I, I loved this movie as a kid. Um. Honorable mention, Mac and Me. Oh yeah, that on VHS. Oh yeah, that's that's that's, a, that's almost. But I couldn't. You know, to be honest, I couldn't make it all the way through. It's awesome, but oh, yeah, man. you know, they, they I wish it was a ten-minute short. Film, it's a McDonald's you know? commercial, right? They stopped right. at McDonald's and like, yeah, pretty cool. Um, so it is a real movie. It was. It's from 1986. Um, the Great Land of Small. It's a Canadian fantasy children's film. This is the poster for it. I'm sorry, I can't show it on the. But like. You know, it's one of those movies. Like, I was a little kid when I was watching it, but if you were, like, really high, um, <laughs> you you would just kind lose it. Kind of like Willow or something mixed with yeah. Monty Python or something. Oh, and it looks like maybe it was, like, originally in French. I don't know why we had this movie. I don't... <laughs> we had like it dumped. on VHS. Iris. We had it on VHS. Iris, what are you doing? Iris is eating the wall. Stop. Two children, Jenny and David, meet a leprechaun-like creature called Fritz. I remember no. Fritz in the no. woods. However, his gold dust is being stolen by, stolen by a wicked hunter... Only Mimic the Indian knows that, mm. the, that the creature is in our world. As the hunter becomes mad with power, he attempts to capture Fritz and the children. Um, so then they escape to the land of small, a mystical, magical land. Um, and I think we should all watch that movie sometime because I haven't seen it since I was little. But, like, in my mind, I remember it as kind of like a labyrinthy kind of vibe. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so that's, that's one. And then my, the next one I have on my list is Return to Oz, which... Oh, yeah. That... 
It's like a horror movie. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. But it's so good. And um, I always really loved in the beginning of the movie where they get their, like, lunch lunches from the tree or whatever. And always really scared me how she could change her head. Yeah. She had all those heads. What about those weird things on, like, their, like, roller skates? Yeah, things? what the fuck was that? <laughs> what were they doing? They're, like, rolling around. Like, They're so creepy. This is this is the sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Like, it was really scary. It scared me a lot as a kid, but now I think it's pretty cool. Oh, also, shout out to The Dark Crystal, right? Yeah. That's, that's on there. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that in Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah. But, sorry. You no, 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 you're fine. Stuff. Yeah. Um... Next one on my list is Triangle of Sadness. Did you guys see this movie? No. It was Oscar nominated, like in the same category as Everything Everywhere. And we watched it in Florida, and it was just like um, Woody Harrelson's in it. Like you're like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a great movie about people on a ship. But it gets really weird. There's like a shipwreck, so like the wealthiest people in the world are all on this like yacht, but then they're on this island, and it's like the help on the ship has now become that like they've become the people that are in charge but it's really creepy and it's really weird and it's like that sounds awesome it's yeah it's it it is but i was bummed afterwards so i think it's aptly named <laughs> triangle of sadness um and then i have the lighthouse as my, as my next one because i mean it's, it, it should be number one i think for everyone yeah you know the, the last lighthouse. the last five seconds of the lighthouse is like a scene I'll never forget. Oh yeah. my god, that last it's just um crazy. The Lighthouse and Hereditary are one of those movies that you like have to admit are brilliant even though it's messing with you. You're like, yeah. god, this is so crazy. I hate this and it's brilliant. Yeah. Like so it's it's weird. It's like it you have to like begrudgingly admit it's amazing. <laughs> Not begrudge, but you know, like yeah, you're uncomfortable well, but in the right way. It's and you're uncomfortable because it was made so well. Yeah. Like it's easy to write off movies that suck that are just you know Yeah. Yeah. But also why why watch a movie to be uncomfortable? But they're so good that you see why. Yeah. That's what's weird about it. Yeah. Why would you want that? But it's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a great movie. Um I have Pet Cemetery on here because it just flipped my world upside down when i was a kid <laughs> i haven't seen most of these this is oh all my like God. Really? inspiring for me to watch yeah yeah um pet so, cemetery pet cemetery is, like and it's not even the pets that scared me it was like the, the twist the sister, the sister oh yeah. my god the and sister the, like, the, i couldn't sleep in my room for like a month after that like i had an elevator thing with the pool oh i can't i could i just <laughs> I, oh it scared me so bad what is going on in the, what's happening i never really watched this we're watching a racer head in the background um, the little chicken's really cute. Yeah, you're not supposed to ask questions. Just, just, just let it happen. Feast for the eyes. Um, okay. Next on my list is Anomalisa. Have either of you seen Anomalisa? No. Anomalisa okay. smile. <laughs> you really undersold your ability for this list. You were like, I don't know. And now I know. Obviously. Well, <laughs> started out with that pug movie, and I was like, this is not going anywhere. I don't know any weird movies. So this was a this movie came out in 2015. <laughs> It's an it's a stop motion animated psychological comedy drama, written and directed by Charlie Kaufman, um, and it's about this guy who's got a boring job that like perceives everyone as identical except for this girl Lisa, who he meets in a Cincinnati hotel, and I just it's wild. <laughs> like I don't know, it's just really weird. It's a really weird movie. Um, I saw it in the movie theater. Um, 
And that's all I'll say about it. Shout out he, to Adaptation and Bing John Malkovich as well. Yes. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie where he mistakes an adult toy store for a children's toy store. Like, it's just, oh gosh. just interesting. <laughs> and, and the stop motion is, so it makes it, you know what I mean? Anyway, so he has kind of like this love affair with this girl. and um, But it's kind of creepy and weird. So um, the whole movie stop motion, like is it yeah. like that's uh-huh. yeah. Um, so next on my list is the lobster. Did you guys ever see the lobster? Yeah, that's a weird one, right? Yeah, yep. That's a fucking weird. That's an A twenty four movie too, isn't it? Is it really? I think it is. I don't even know. I ha- and I only saw it maybe twice. That's um, Colin Farrell. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Colin Farrell's in it. What is exactly the plot? Like, I just it's something about like. You get an animal, right? Like assigned to you or something. Yeah, and then yeah. Wait, I need to, I need to look it up because it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. Um, oh, okay. So it's a movie about like when at, at a certain age in this world that they're in in the movie. Like, if you don't have a romantic partner, you like move into this hotel with other single people, and you're obliged to find a a partner within forty five days, or you'll be transformed into an animal. And it that's, gets really weird, awesome. and like people, yeah, yeah. people go on the run from it and stuff. You know what I mean? And um, Rachel Weisz is in it, and she's really good. The cast is great. Oh, it's it's really good, but it's like such a weird movie. Um, it's really weird, but I really liked it. So that's yeah, that was good. That's awesome. Well, with her too. I don't remember. I don't think Keanu I've seen Reeves that. Keanu Reeves. Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Oh my god! <clears throat> you can't go wrong with that. No. Um, my it's next like, one is Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's weird, but it's so heartwarming. Yeah. You saw that, right? Is it? Which one is that one? It's With, Andy Samberg yeah. and okay. Kristen Milioti. Where it's like Groundhog Day? It's like Groundhog Day, yeah. but like updated. But it is yeah. like really weird. They do a lot of drugs and like, you know, <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. grown up a, a Groundhog Day, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. I really like that one. That one's like a little bit more fun, yeah. but it is weird. Um, and then my the last one I have is The Menu. Which yes, is a best. spectacular film. I highly yeah. recommend it. I think it's my favorite movie of all time. That's another awesome cast. Oh my god, the cast is so, so good. The, the Ray, whole dude. thing. Ray Fiennes is in it. That dude is insane. Ray Fiennes. Is that who he is? is yeah, that, the chef. That's his yeah. name, right? The yeah. chef. Yeah, dude, Ray that guy is brilliant. He's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like him. And, he's and I loved the um, the other chef that was the woman that was like, "This yeah. is actually my idea." You yeah. know, she was like, "The dying was actually my idea." <laughs> yeah, she's always <laughs> like, "No one's paying attention." <laughs> um, I just loved that movie. I watched it twice in two days because I was like, "I'm obsessed that's with great. this." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's redeeming for people who work in the service industry. As oh my god, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's very cathartic. What's um, the guy's name? He's like the Nicholas Holt. Yes, the guy that's like so such a douchebag yes. with the that about comes with the escort. Mm-hmm. She was so good too. Yeah. Um. What the hell's her the, name? About a boy guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, is that he was? Well, there. he's in like a he's in like a trio of really good like offbeat horror movies. He's in Warm Bodies. He's oh, in the yeah. menu, and he's in um, the one with Nicholas Cage that uh, just came out about Dracula. Oh, oh yeah. Um, what is it called? It called? I just watched that it. It's good. so good. Yeah. Um, Renfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's awesome. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite of Jeez, all of them. That's but, a good movie. But that's my Anya, list. Anya Taylor-Joy. That's Anya, nice. thank yeah. you. She hosted SNL and she was really funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first one on mine is is my actual favorite movie, which is Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. Yes. Um, Definitely a weird one. That's a weird one. <laughs> it's a combination of a... <clears throat> 
urban mobster slash Asian cinema type deal um, and comedy and <laughs> whatever else. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Forrest Whitaker is amazing. Weird movie, but it's my favorite movie. The soundtrack's really good and the cinematography is awesome. It is a good movie. Um, and that guy, you know, that guy's from Cuyahoga Falls or Akron. Um, Who the, is? The, the filmmaker. The oh, man, yeah. I think you mentioned that. What's yeah. his name? Jim Jarmusch. That's right, because you were watching yeah. all of his movies yeah. not that long ago. And he did Patterson and... Right. He's famous for permanent vacation and a couple other ones anyways. But um, then the second one is Koyana Scotsy, which is, which is, um, it's just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of scenes. There's no actors in it. And it has <laughs> Philip Glass soundtracking the whole movie. It's really good. Man. It's one of the first movies to use stop, to use, um, a sped up, uh, uh, Frame rate? Frame rate, yeah. Oh, for, cool. For, well, sped up frame rate for, like, city, like, lights and cars and stuff like that. It's a really good movie, but it's just really good shots and crazy music. Nice. I feel like half your list has to be, like, when you went into that deep dive last yeah. winter of just watching, like, the weirdest crap. Oh, yeah. He goes into deep dives, and it, I love it. I feel like he, like... <laughs> no, I do. You went no, from, sorry. You went from, you're like, I really love that. Uh, no, I do love it, because I feel like we end up learning a lot about whatever it is that you're deep diving on. Well, I love no, that I, you went stop from laughing. watching all the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies to, like, all these really obscure movies. You went from, like, the big franchise to, like... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I you're like, like you. oh, check out this sci-fi <laughs> movie. You can only find it in the depths of YouTube. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah! Shout out to <laughs> the first spaceship to to Venus. That movie is amazing. Oh my god! Um, and then the THX one one three eight, which is George, George Lucas. Lucas. Such a good! I've seen it about three times, and it's such a good movie. It's a dystopian. I don't think I've even heard of this. It's just kind of like one of the probably one of the early ideas of someone escaping a dystopian. Um, futuristic world where everyone wears all one white suit, you know, each the same white suit, and he escapes, okay. and it's kind of like uh, uh, Logan's Run, but way, way, way better. Yeah, Logan's Run's terrible. I love, I love seeing what George Lucas can do without a budget. Dude. Like that's what I liked about that movie. Is that, that movie's like, like better than all the Star Wars? <laughs> it's like he so couldn't, awesome he work. couldn't like well, overdo the effects because he didn't. No, have anything. he could and he re-edited it though, like he does with all his movies, and. It's better now for it. Oh, really? Like, so he didn't have a lot of money when he made it. No, and he didn't add any special effects. He just cleaned it up, you know? So he didn't, like, put more money it's into it. the opposite that of what he did to the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, he didn't, like, <laughs> add a dancing <laughs> computer animated thing. Like, he just, you know, cut the... I feel like he trimmed the clips a little closer and, and sharpened some stuff. But I don't know. Forbidden Planet is number four for me. Um, nice. Leslie Nielsen... Oh, that was a really good movie. 58 or 68. 58. I I like that one. 62. I was really digging it. I think I watched that as a Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, episode. That is a good movie. It's one of those weird ones where, kind of like First Spaceship to Venus, it's like they don't do a whole lot to hide that it's just like a stage that's like painted as a planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it feels but so amazing. appropriate for yeah. the time period. But it doesn't feel cheap. It feels like it's no. like really done well, but there's just uh, what do you what do you call it? Um century modern uh, mid-century modern. Mid-century modern, modern stuff like in the yeah. alien <laughs> Yeah, which I love. I love. And it. there's a weird little yeah. robot, but yeah. Um that's a great movie. 
then Us is on there. Well, that's a good one. Out. That's kind of obvious, but that was the one I had the biggest aversion to out of those Jordan Peele movies. And then I finally sat down and made myself finish it. And I was like, this is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest I just, I watched that again a couple months back too. And, oh my God. That is an amazing movie. The concept is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, then this is a weird, this is kind of, it doesn't, it's not the same thing as the Hallmark thing, the Patrick the Pug thing, but I threw seven pounds in there. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, but it's fucking weird. But it's He walks around, insane. he goes around donating. Is that this Will Smith movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a does great he, movie. Does he like know he's going to die or does he kill himself? Like, yeah, well he, something. he, he's slowly planning to donate all of his body to science until he And he's he like making sure people are worthy. Yes. So he donates his, his eyes organs. to Woody Harrelson. That's that. That's the part I remember. Yeah. Is that Woody Harrelson gets an eye mm. transplant in that movie, and I think he donates something to Rosario Dawson, and he goes plasma, and yeah, until he's dead. And it's weird because he goes spoiler alert, but goes into a bathroom with a box jellyfish so he can be preserved in ice and lets it sting him until he dies. It's crazy. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. That is nuts. The soundtrack is so good with the classical piano they play over. Um, then another uh, Jim Jarmusch movie, the guy from Akron, The Limits of Control. It's got the French guy from Ghost Dog in it, um, and it has much less of a plot. Is that the hitman without showing Hitman it? without showing any of the killings except for one time when he strangles Bill Murray for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that movie is amazing, and I've seen that about three, four times. <laughs> that was probably the biggest inspiration for... Excuse me. No problem. And then the movie, like, that me and Brandon are making, listeners, if you're interested, it's called Ultrasonic Sonar Signals. Same title as our new album for Third Class that comes out January 1st. Um, but we made an alien movie with no plot. Because <laughs> if that guy can do it, the guy that made Ghost Dog can do it, we can do it. Gosh darn it, so can we. Yeah. We're, we're close enough to Akron. Yeah. So, <laughs> suffice to say, me and Brandon, if not the rest of us dragged down with us, have been in a weird movie phase. For inspiration um then this is a brandon uh, this is a definitely a brandon inspiration terrifier 2 <laughs> yes <laughs> is this the one that you we went to the theater and saw it's like it? three hours long it's amazing movie. it's a trip yeah <laughs> wait this isn't the one that he tricked you into seeing no no okay, so which one was, <laughs> that which was one that was the new evil dead evil dead rise oh that's right <laughs> he's like we're going to see air right i'm like nope yeah. No, I said, you know what we're going to see? He's like, yeah, we're going to see Air. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We're going to see Air. Air is awesome. Cedric, get out of there. Um, but Terrifier 2 is a clown movie that, it's like the best clown movie ever. If, yeah. if Terrifier 1, 2, and hopefully 3. Yeah. They're just like, uh, like crazy clowns. I remember, so my first thing with that, when I saw, the, I, like, I think I saw a trailer or a poster for Terrifier, and I remember thinking it was just like a ripoff of Pennywise, like oh they're just trying to trying to capitalize off of it, you know. And then after watching it, I was like, no, this was just them taking it that like a big studio couldn't. They took it to a different yeah. level, and it's like completely different. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay. It's a crazy movie. Um, it's the gore. And then Hereditary was. I guess I move Hereditary to honorable mention because we talk about it. it's on it's technically on there but i do want to mention kung fury as well oh i was gonna mention that yeah. too because <laughs> that's a perfect it's so 80s good movie and terrifier 2 has a little piece of that 80s nostalgia in it but it's a lot more horror based obviously um so but hereditary yeah that's a great movie and 
they're walking around on the ceiling and all that is nuts. Yeah, it's, it's um, crazy. And then uh, the Banshees of Inishirin is my number 10. That was a, well, I didn't see the whole movie, but. Yeah. I've seen like so much of it that I feel like I have seen the whole movie. Hmm. It's really captivating in this weird way where I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is this guy chopping his fingers off? Yeah. Okay, that was like that's the movie I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Colin Farrell again, right? That They're one I've seen a couple times too because that that one is like you see a couple times because you're like, wait, what? And you watch it again, <laughs> like it's like if you ask someone to repeat themselves because you're mm-hmm. not sure they really said what they said. That movie I watched is the only movie I've actually watched the, a full movie on uh, VR headset. I just oh, you there, watched the whole thing. I on watched a, the whole thing on VR on a on Meta Quest or whatever, like yeah, where it makes it feel like you're in the movie theater. And I just remember, yeah. like, watching that whole movie like that and thinking, what is going on? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And it's weird because it looks like it's headed for an ending like the lighthouse where they gradually destroy each other, but then they're just like, let's be friends kind of again. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That makes the movie way weir- weirder. One of my favorite parts of the movie is just their, their like, uh, the accent and the dialect. Oh, like, my gosh. It's so good. You fucking kid. You fucking You fucking You fucking your fucking brother. I'm leaving. He threw his fucking fingers at my door. He ate his fucking. He choked on your fucking finger. I can't get into that. Why are you practicing sounding your name? I don't know. It's what I do when I have a notebook. It's because she has a crush on you. She's seen what her last name would look like. Yeah. As Boyle. I know. That's what it looks like. It's so fun. Um, I just haven't, like, had a pen and a notebook in a long time. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, You forgot my name. <laughs> um, Mindy loves Lee and no you get <laughs> your you. own ooh okay Mindy plus B-Dog there we go anyway where were For we um, Eva. Eva. Eva that's right or else it doesn't count so the, light, <laughs> the lighthouse <laughs> and Eraserhead are honorable mentions among all three of us um, and then I wanted to mention this one that our friend Brandon Sheldon who we do a wing uh, yeah, it's Wing Wednesday. We do like a Wing Wednesday. review um, uh, social media blog with him called Lord of the Wings Youngstown. I guess the secret's out, everyone. Uh, <laughs> now we're not anonymous anymore. Everyone's going to be flooding us with requests for autographs. <laughs> requests for us to go judge their wings. We're going to go into re- You're restaurant, getting restaurants. You're going to so many free wings. And we'll be like, you know who we are, don't you? That's what I thought. Give us your best wings. Um, <laughs> But we're just related, by the way. Brandon Sheldon um, uh, recommended Poultry Geist, Night of the oh, Chicken Dead. Um, that movie. And I watched it, and that is one of my favorite fucking movies I've ever seen. It's a great movie. <laughs> by the way, I talked to my brother Steve. He said you and him watched it back in the day. Would that have rung a bell? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a filmmaker I'm guessing you have seen most of his work. Um, the... Uh, could you look that up real quick, one of you guys? What is it? Poultry guys. Sure. The person, the director. Yeah, he's he's like famous for low budget, really really funny horror movies, parody movies. Dude, the director was, is yeah. what you want to know. Yeah. Well, there's two guys that make them. So if you see Poultry Guys on Wikipedia, Lloyd probably... Kaufman. Um... <clears throat> I just see Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's uh, like Toxic Toxic Avenger, and um, oh. he did those movies. So it's, he's known for really cheesy B 
B-movies. Yeah. You know that guy, yes. right? You like yeah. him. Yeah, so there's That's a, like your bread and butter. Yeah, there's a really Steve. awesome uh, horror documentary uh, where they just talk about like what feels like every 80s horror movie ever made, and they do a whole segment on like his movies and stuff. It's really good. Dude, that movie, Poultry Geist, as recommended to us by our friend Shell, or B. Shell, or Brandon Sheldon, or Brandon Number 2. Um, or Bill. Or Bill. <laughs> um, that is a great movie because it was in 06. So, and please, I don't mean to be insensitive, but 2006 was like the ultimate year for being tone deaf and think it, thinking it was okay. Because there was like this little stupid moment where dumb white people were like, it's because I'm joking and stuff like that. And like it culminates in Poultrygeist, where there's all the, like the most offensive things you can imagine, and the most uh, you know chauvinistic and racist. Like it doesn't and, and age well, disgusting. and it's not even really. Doesn't but it's feel that so old. dumb that it's not offensive. Like you're just like this is all just crazy, but yeah. it's very offensive. But it's just so funny. You know, it's like so stupid that it can't actually offend any particular group. <laughs> but it's just a great, great, great movie. Like, ridiculous. It's a musical. They sing in half of it. Yeah, It's an amazing movie. I hated yeah. it, but I get it. That's crazy. I think I watched I... that movie in, like, 2006. Did it, like, did it actually offend you? No, it didn't offend me. You just hated I just it was like... I'm not saying somebody <laughs> wouldn't be. I'm just saying it's so dumb that you can see the... I, but I also could see why oh, yeah. it was great. No one why... would make that movie now. It lives in 2006. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely Not true. that it was okay then. That's why I wanted to say I don't mean to be insensitive. It was just a weird time where... Cedric, stop that. People like took a, a little bit of a breath and pretended things were solved, which weren't. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were like, it's okay because we're not in on it. They're like, mission accomplished. Yeah. There's no more racism in the world. I'm like, no one really <laughs> yeah. probably said that hopefully, but it's like the movie is definitely under the assumption of Hey, we're allowed to say whatever we want because we're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that going on back then. Yeah, and again, I don't mean to say those were the days. It was just a weird year where people just made some crazy shit. Yeah. There's a lot of weird movies out there. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Is that Was that the last one on your list? Yeah. That was genre. Number okay. 10 was Banshees of Inishira. Oh, that's right. And then Poultry Geyser was my honorable mention. So to recap, I think some of the highlights here... Lighthouse. We're definitely the lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. A razor head, obviously. A couple of those weird sci-fi ones like Forbidden Planet or Great and then those weird mystical ones like Great Land of Small. And we then, have to watch that. I I yeah. talk about it all the time, yeah. but I've like not I feel and like it only course, exists on VHS though. You probably have to get it. Do you think? Role. Yeah. <laughs> and of course the well, one we have you a VHS with the you know the Harry Potter guy. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Swiss Army Man. Yeah, that yeah. I think all the all those were all highlights. But I feel like we should do a quick, like, impromptu side list of, like, just throw out any movies of, like, that would be like a kid's movie that would be like, these are the training wheels to get you into these types of movies as a child. Like, what are the weirdest kid's movies that you can think of? Well, Dark Crystal was technically, like, (laughs) marketed that way, which it maybe shouldn't have been, but... Yeah, Dark yeah. Crystal. Dark Crystal's weird. All Dogs Go to Heaven's pretty crazy for a kid's movie. It's like killing the dog gets killed by heavy. a car. Yeah. Yeah. Bambi made me cry, but... Oh, my God, sorry. 
I was just scrolling my phone, not listening to you. What movie did you see <laughs> when you were a kid that was super weird that you think would be like training wheels to become all messed up like we are now as adults? Oh, when I was three years old, my favorite movie was Nightmare on Elm Street. So. Jeez. Well, we meant more like kids' movies that were weird <laughs> than Oh, um, Labyrinth. I mean, you know. Yeah, we said uh, that already. I know. Um, oh. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I mentioned. <clears throat> yeah, you know. If you were paying attention, you would have already known, but it's fine. I mean, I watched a lot of Fraggle Rock. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie, though. Oh, um, I guess you could kind of say, uh, what's the what's the one? Um, the Dallas Marches movie is kind of like a, a light, deaf kids movie Coco. that you could watch. Coco. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's what like a little eating? spiritually yeah. oriented. Is she eating something from the chair? Yeah. Iris. Um, um, I watched the original Frankenweenie. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Have you seen no. it before? No. Oh, okay. So I watched that when I was probably, I don't know, like four or five. And it was I like know it was done. the original Frank Weenie. Not the stop motion, but there's oh, like a short film. Oh, I didn't film. know that. Yeah, so it's a short film that Tim Burton made. And I, it has, um, man, the kid from, I want to say it's the kid from NeverEnding Story is in it. He plays wow. like the main character. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Yeah, that was, that's, that's another weird movie. movie. That kid yells every single line. <laughs> <of that movie. laughs> I made Lee watch it recently. Falcor! Lee had no, you had he never just seen yells it, right? Even when he's like right up face to face, he's yelling his lines. The princess is dying. Yeah, yeah he, he really does. To yell you had never seen that, right? No, not not fully. No. And it's so we cool. watched it maybe last right, summer right, or yeah. something. But it's a crazy weird. Yeah, that kid really does yell. Anyway, that sorry, seems Frank like Weenie. the pinnacle of kids' training movies. But yeah, yeah, that is a, yeah, rock rock biter, rock eater, whatever that. Oh yeah, is. yeah, the weird. guy with the the big he, strong he has hands, like a little baby with him. Anyway, but. So yeah, that kid's in it, and original Frank Weenie, that kid's the main character. Tim Burton does direct it. It's like 20-minute short film, black and white, and it has Daniel Stern plays his dad, so that would be Marv, right? From yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> um, I, I want to say Catherine O'Hara's in there somewhere, but I don't know for sure. I might be getting my Home Alone people lumped mm-hmm. together. But anyway, it's it's pretty awesome. It's just a super, <laughs> like... That's very cool. It's Tim Burton on a super low budget, kind of like how you're saying George Lucas. Uh, yeah. With THX, it's, like, kind of oh. just cool to see them, like, cut their teeth with having the bare minimum to work with. Right. Just, like, they still can create their own vibe with little, little to nothing as far as money. That's cool. Yeah. I guess on the young adult, like, to split the difference, Batman Forever... Yeah, um, is a that nice was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, weird movies that still kind of holds. That's a Joel movie. Schumacher one, I yeah. think. Yeah, that one holds up in a kind of interesting way. Um, and then for young adult or kids, Iris, that's is super weird for that. Oh, um, Warriors of Virtue. Have you ever heard of that one? No. It is a weird, like, it's like Power Rangers mixed with. Animorphs or something like it's like these kung fu kangaroos that this kid I saw it like when I was young and never again like I saw it when I was like 10 maybe mm-hmm. never again had seen it but I just remember this kid gets into like sucked into this alternative universe where there's just a bunch of like kung fu kangaroos <laughs> it's not a cartoon that it's like awesome. people in full suits oh they're gosh. dressed as kangaroos <laughs> and it just felt like they were sort of like Riding the coattails of like the Power Ranger um, kind of thing, but uh, yeah, that movie's awesome. super weird. Like, <laughs> sounds like Power Ranger. Power Rangers movie is a good segue into adult. Yeah, oh yeah, kids movies too. Yeah, weird. And then again, young adult maybe or just adult would be year one, almost year. Where I was this like historically inaccurate. I think yeah. we have a place in this discussion, but yeah, 
that are on, on purpose, historically inaccurate, but anyways. Um, well, otherwise... Iris! Thank you guys for Sorry. listening. Um, <laughs> uh, anything anybody wants to, like, plug to the listeners or, or say before we are out? I have nothing. Um, Lee and I made a movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I made t-shirts. Buy our yeah. t-shirts. We haven't done a lot of these nurseries, so if you if you are one of those people following along that's like that knows what we're doing, otherwise, me and Brandon are in a comedy slash film troupe thing called Little Skip Productions that since '05 or so, and we're making our first like art film. <laughs> if you if you don't consider the other <laughs> short skits, art first full length art film, we d- we did make one called The Ghosts Who Love Us in 2021, and a bunch of skits you can find on bullskit.com. Otherwise, but we did a first our first feature film ever called Ultrasonic Sonar Signals, which is a companion to our upcoming third class album of the same name. Um, we're really proud of it, and we are going to show it at Cedars Lounge on January twenty seventh, uh, eight p.m. Uh, and we'll have my t-shirts. And Mindy, yeah, and Mindy made these t-shirts. Yeah. Like I, I designed this thing, and Mindy actually from home has her thing here. That we call it Mindy's Sweatshop. <laughs> That's great. Um, which I know we weren't supposed to say it because it's I offensive. I was I'm like, it's offensive, but yeah. I know. I mean, um, yeah. But it's just her room here, and she has a press and uses the cricket. And she made these really great alien t-shirts that you can buy at thirdclass.net for And they glow in the dark. Yeah, they're green t-shirts with green glow-in-the-dark designs on them. Oh, yeah, we have to give you one. Um, and then uh, we've got a couple alien stickers, and we are putting our album out for the first time on cassette rather than vinyl or digital. We're still doing streaming, obviously, but we're, we have cassettes available on thirdclass.net that are a very short run. It's a 20-song album. The cassettes um, are green. That's They're enough. green cassettes, too. They're green. By the way. So <laughs> hopefully you have a boombox somewhere. It does sound very good on cassette, surprisingly. I know people aren't always saying, it sounds better on cassette, man, but it's a fun little, Listen, they, it's a they, fun little amusement They sell amusement cassette boomboxes on Amazon. Go buy Thank a cassette boombox and then yes. buy the cassette yes. tape, and then you're good. It's all you need. Yeah, and you've got, yeah, you might have to be of a certain age to appreciate it, but there's something about hearing the, the bass get covered up by the drums and the speaker getting overdriven by a yeah. cassette that just feels like home when you're <laughs> of a certain age. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, um, we're really we're so proud of the album. Big time shout out to Jack and Peppy who are in the band. And then we also have our friend Bob Young on a couple tracks and a few other guest appearances by Steve Boyle of Bullskit Productions, founding member. And then Greg Allison is on the album too, who makes appearances on this podcast. Me and him actually did a hot rod commentary on an episode a few years ago. <laughs> but anyhow, if you want to catch any updates or if you like the vibe of what we do, you'll probably like the stuff you find at wolfskit.com and thirdclass.net. But otherwise, um, thank you for listening. I'm Lee Boyle. I'm Mindy Boyle. I'm Brandon Hall, not Boyle. <laughs> and look, Mom. We're on a podcast. Ending credits, we just realized the weirdest movie of all time is Toys, Robin Williams. Fuck, that's a weird movie. (laughs) Have a great night.